0: We did that, those why exercises, where you just go back and forth, you know, like, what are you building? I'm building this community of women. Why? Because it's great for women. Why? Why do you care? Because, you know, and and it kind of all came back down to because when we're helping other women and when we're connecting women, it makes us feel good.
1: Welcome to the HTW Podcast, where your hosts, Erica Huss and Zoe Secudis, founders of Blueprint Cleanse the iconic juice brand that sparked a multi-billion dollar category. We bootstrapped, scaled, and sold, and now we're moving on. We stepped away from the juicer and into the sound
2: studio to talk about this rapidly evolving world of wellness. We'll sit down with wellness experts and entrepreneurs for candid conversations and tales from the trenches, how they got their start, how they
1: turned their ailments
2: into ideas, and what they've learned along the way.
1: And... We'll bring you news, updates, and our unsolicited opinions on everything we discover in sickness and in wealth. Located at the intersection of wellness and business, H2W is your navigator on the bumpy highway to well. How are we doing today? I'm good. I'm, I'm battling a bump finger. A bum finger are we gonna have to shoot you? I, apparently, I don't know. It was much more serious than I thought <laughs> you, you how did, how does a finger get bum? I don't know man I was like I was very nervous for reasons that I will someday talk about, but I like pulled a freaking hangnail like out of my nail, and bacteria got in there, and then it got all infected, and so my ring finger looks like this like bulbous red inflamed Craziness. And I, I felt so silly. So I went like, to go to the doctor and be like, look at my paper cut. But uh, it was obviously getting worse and I couldn't even touch it. And it was actually keeping me up all night. So I finally went to the doctor and he was like, oh, yes, that's a bacterial infection. Quite bad. Um, and then proceeded to put me on antibiotics. Ugh. I like, can't believe it. I'm so mad. At antibiotics this. for your finger. Yes, for like pulling a hangnail. Oh God! Looks like I'm going to be drinking a lot of bone broth. Few <laughs> <two> weeks to <laughs> combat this ridiculous antibiotic round that I'm on for the next seven days. Seven days! Oh my God! Yeah, three times yeah. a day for seven days. Watch out for your downtown.
2: <laughs> I'm getting my downtown back in order as I have just this, is like, true confessions of a former ballerina. I have never taken Pilates classes in my life, and I've now gone for two. Private sessions at Brooklyn Heights Pilates, and I'm so in love and I'm so excited. And everything that is wrong with me that I never really acknowledged was wrong is getting fixed.
1: Wow, girl. That's I like know. the only thing I do ever for years. I mean, it is
2: humbling beyond
1: belief. Is it really? Wait, <laughs> oh so what's been because I've okay, so I've been doing Pilates for one on one for like five years, and it's so t- like the, the movements are so tiny. Yes, it's so tiny, it's so specific.
2: I mean, it's all reformer, which I love. And I think I was averse to it for so long only because, and this is so silly, but like, I love going to classes that have music. And I feel like Pilates is so technical that, you know, I was like, oh, there's no flow. It's not like a yoga class. It's not like a dance class. It's not something where I can kind of lose myself in the music. And you know what? It's totally not, but I don't mind that because it's so technical. It's like math on my body. Like, oh, this angle. Oh, it's not 47 degrees. It's got to be 45
1: Yeah. It's really specific. I love it.
2: I love it. And yeah, humbling because I'm like, oh, you know, I feel like I look pretty good. I feel pretty strong. And then, you know, it's like, I can't move my arm more than like half an inch without every... I mean,
1: I was quivering and shaking today. And like, I wasn't even doing anything. I was... Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah. Because the whole (laughs) thing is like, it's like move your arm four inches, but without moving anything else. And then it's like, it's just like all about stability. Oh my God. I love it. I love it good because it's um, really good for your pelvic floor, which is really good for the rest of your body. Exactly. And I feel like this is like an excellent like lesson for the ladies
2: out there. It's like your pelvic floor is so much like weaker than you even
1: realize. And as we age, it's like that much more important to just yeah. kind of keep everything where it needs to be. North. Because North, you know what? it doesn't even matter if you've had kids or not. That's the whole thing people don't realize. Right. Um, it's one of those things. It's not just women. I mean, obviously, but guys need to pay attention to their pelvic floor too because it can cause all sorts of. See, no one talks about it because the problems that it potentially causes are super embarrassing. Right. right. Uh, no one, one wants to talk
2: about it. Poise pads.
1: Um, <laughs> so speaking of ladies who like to talk about their I know. nether, how do you like my transition? Their nether regions. The what? The what? Women.
2: This yes, this conversation was super fun with Amy Parker and Gina Powell of the What, which is an awesome newsletter. Um, like no one gets stuff in their inbox anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, why did that just sound so sexually, so sexual? I know these ladies are coming to your inbox. I mean, say just, it again. They're... But it's true. Um, they have carved out a, quite a big uh, audience for themselves. Um, yes, and it's mainly. I, I don't know mainly, but a large part of it is on Facebook. They have this amazing group of women that they're so engaged with called the What Women, And they talk about all sorts of interesting things that I think uh, we could all benefit from totally. It's just candid. I mean, it's
2: like what we like to do only I think it's in a much you know it's it's really it's a forum. It's a group on Facebook, and then all of their recommendations in the What list, which comes um, it's every Wednesday. We were featured on there not so long ago and it's kind of like a next you know it's like the the better iteration of what daily candy was which was like it's very digestible it's little bites and recommendations of like what you're you know what they're paying attention to and if you like them then you'll probably like what they're paying attention to and i think that's cool awesome energy we love talking to the girl bosses across the coast i mean across the country coast to coast girl bosses yeah. And they have, you know, they have a really nice friendship, a lovely rapport. They've known each other for so long. There's a lot of similarities there. And it was just it was really nice to connect with them. It was.
1: A lot of similarities, you mean between the two like
2: the same? Yeah. Thing. Just like yeah. working with, you know, working with a friend for so long and how your relationship kind of evolves and
1: oh, it's just good stuff. It's like, feel good stuff. It is. All right, let's hear what these ladies have to say about just everything. Let's do it. The what?
2: So before we get to our conversation, let's go back and talk a little bit more about our favorite discovery, I would say, probably of the last year or so, a couple of years, is this bone broth experience. Because it really does heal everything, including your bum finger.
1: I am going to be drinking a hell of a lot of bone broth in the next few weeks. I mean, I already do, but this is going to help heal my gut even more going above and beyond all the probiotics that I take. Because the one thing that bone broth has going for it um, is that it helps to seal the lining of the gut. So the collagen and the, all the amino acids, in the bone broth, seal it up, which then helps everything else in your body. Like what? Helps everything to kind of like calm down. It reduces inflammation, which also will yeah. help
2: with your bump finger and helps uh-huh. with
1: everything else. Obviously, inflammation is like underneath everything. Um, and it's great for your immunity. So once again, should you find yourself in a precarious situation with your finger? <laughs> I mean, this is just sounding really so much dirtier than it actually Like <laughs> But yeah, the bone broth is also good for the, ba- the brain. The brain. It is, it is good, good for good, the brain. It's great for the brain. It's, you know, I've heard like a few different numbers. But in general, you know, like over 70% of our immune system is in our gut. Uh, so we really do have to focus on that.
2: Yeah, it's also just, it's kind of delicious. And it's a nice sort of change of pace from like hot coffee, hot tea, hot everything that's like a little bit sweet. It's kind of, it's nice and savory. And it's like, it's like a nice kind of puffy jacket as we are moving into from winter into spring, we still
1: need to warm up a little bit. So it's a nice little afternoon sipper. It's a sipper, but it's also just like, even in the summer, it doesn't matter. It's year round because I cook all like rice and pasta with not water, but bone broth. It's such an amazing like hack to get your kids um, and whoever else uh, to, to eat, consume bone broth without their knowing. Yes. So Sneaky. I mean, sometimes I put it in my soup and I don't even know.
2: They're <laughs> like, who did this? <laughs> it's delicious. But we seriously, we love bona fide provisions. There are bone broths out there, right and left, as long as you're getting something that's frozen. In the freezer section, not in a box. Um, we love Bonafide Provisions because they are certified organic. They use only grass-fed um, beef in their beef broth,
1: and they have a variety of flavors that are delicious. And for 20, 20 right? Twenty percent off. Twenty percent off. A lot. Twenty percent off your first order. Um, Thank you, Bonafide. You're going to get that amazing discount when you enter HTW at checkout. So it's 20% off your first order. And that's at bonafideprovisions.com. Wow, Wow. ladies. Welcome. (laughs) Here we are. Welcome to the easy. shit show. Maybe we should just change our name now. <laughs> to the shit show? Yeah, we couldn't get IP for... Um, that would be we, so great. We couldn't get the <laughs> intellectual property for Highway to Well, so we should just call it the shit show. <laughs> yeah. Since we yeah, exactly. spend 90% of our time talking about bowel movements anyway. We do. Bowel movements and technical
2: difficulties is pretty much what comprises the bulk of our show. So,
1: so well. do you guys want to talk well, about yeah. your morning movements? Um... <laughs>
2: That's a way all, to kick it off. All right. Well, <laughs> hello officially. Amy Parker, Gina Pell, hello. ladies from the what? Hello. Hi. Thank you.
3: Hello. Hi.
2: <laughs> it's great to finally meet. <laughs> oh, it's been such a journey. I know. <laughs> such a journey. Um, so full fangirl disclosure, Gina. You have been on my radar for a long time because I subscribed <laughs> to your husband's newsletter. And it was the day that I clicked on the link that showed you reciting pie. And I was like, that is a girl that I want to be friends with.
0: <laughs> well, that's awesome because and you'd be happy to know that at this very moment I am wearing pie earrings. You are? And oh uh, my god. I am.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. Can we just let's just spend the entire show talking about this. <laughs> spend
2: the entire show letting her do
1: pie. First of all, how long does it take to recite pie? How many um, digits do you have? No, no. Well, pi is an infinite
0: number, so I wish I could recite it all, but I can't. Um, and to recite 314 numbers, it usually takes me less than five minutes. But um, when I recited 314 numbers, six or six to eight minutes, because I stumbled and almost couldn't do the whole thing.
2: But does anyone know if you're quick. actually doing it correctly? Yes, oh. because they're all following along. That's the
0: wonderful thing about Google. It's because you just type into Google 340 digits of Pi and then everybody follows along. Got it.
2: Got it. So you yeah. do, you stop at 314. Could you go on?
0: If, if I practiced a lot, yeah, I probably could get to a thousand, but I, that'd be kind of a waste of my life. And Amy would probably be mad because I wouldn't be able to work.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. So how long? I was,
3: I was, her, I was her sounding board.
1: It, uh, yeah, Amy was my coach. hmm <laughs> So who who holds the record? How many digits? Who's got the most digits? Oh, my gosh. The, oh, the record is like 75,000 or something. Oh, what? my God. That's a waste oh, of yeah. life right I, there. Unless you're getting well, paid like you know, yeah. big money. They're to, not like... memorizing it.
0: Yeah, those guys are not... They're guys. They're all guys. They're not memorizing it. It's like a supernatural kind of thing that happens in their brain colors and lights and explosions. For me, it's just for me, it's a
2: parlor trick to get free drinks. I like and it. So, um, Everybody should have at so least any- one parlor trick. I can do a triple <laughs> I- time step.
3: Oh, right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: like it. Yeah.
2: I can also do that weird tongue curling thing, which is genetic. But
1: anyway. Oh, my son can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, we're really getting the important stuff out of the way. Let's uh-huh. dig into it.
2: Okay. <laughs> But for real, um, we really wanted to connect with you guys because um, upon reading further and and being fans of the what and actually then learning you know a little bit more about you guys, there's actually a lot of common ground here, and we love that you are two friends who've worked together for a very long time, and this is not even your first. Rodeo, you've had a couple of iterations of career opportunities together. And we just love, you know, connecting with other like minded girl boss badass chicks and talking about all of this space in the world that is being conquered by female entrepreneurs. So um, we would love to hear your story and how you got started and the, the journey with Splendora, which was your first, or was there something before that?
3: Splendora was the first. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Gina started Splendora in 99. I came on after.
0: Yeah, you know, so Amy and I met actually after she had been at the company mm-hmm. I think for six months. Mm-hmm. It's not that I created a huge company. It's just that we were trying, trying to stay afloat after the whole dot-com implosion. Mm-hmm. And I started Splendora... Basically, I came from a, like I came from building electronic performance support systems, like really nerdy stuff. And uh, I also had a female boss who was super awesome. And I started my own company uh, thinking I'm just going to put my personal ro- Rolodex online because I people would always ask me, Where, where'd you get your brows done? Or where'd you get that code? Or where'd you get those shoes? The the two women who worked in my tech company. And uh, and so I just thought I put it online, and then that turned into a business and I raised money off of it. And then we almost went out of business and Amy came along and kept us in business. And we sold 10 years later, the longest running startup.
3: <laughs> it really was. What
2: was, that that? was our business school? What, what year was this? What what year did you start it? 1999,
1: 1999. 2000 really properly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the oh, <laughs> year 2000. Wow. So how many people did you have on your, on your, in, your team around. when you sold it?
3: Uh, I'm sorry. Eight. I think we had eight on our team when we sold eight or eight or nine. Um, And we worked with freelancers, but no, we were we were pretty small and we sold in 2011,
1: 2010, 2011 Mm -hmm. to joy it. Oh, okay. So, and is that who you is that who you were wanting to partner with or how was your how was your uh, yeah
3: well I we, we didn't have an exit strategy per se um, you know everything started crashing in 2009 we went into the recession and uh, and we made some big changes within Splendora we got really focused um, we had launched an app called salescast at that point and it got us on the radar of a lot of people we were you know we hit the top charts in the app store um, a lot of a lot of great things came from that but we got on the radar of Sue Kinderson cassidy who uh, was starting Joyous, and she acquired us in 2011. And we went on to build Joyous, which at the time was the world's first video commerce platform. And so we built that brand and built that team. Uh, Gina was really focused on the video, um, the science of selling through video, <laughs> And, um, and I think, I think you've produced and we're in a hundred plus videos, Gina, if I'm not mistaken, and, 116, uh, 116 <laughs> to be exact. And, uh, and I focused on, uh, kind of BD and our distribution and syndication. So that's what we did after Splendora,
0: Um, and we were there for about two years. Between 2000 and 2001, massive companies like Eve.com and Barbecue.com that raised more than 20 million dollars, didn't it? Or something, mm-hmm. but, yeah. but did you say do, barbecue? like, like, barbecue.com? Barbecue.com, fuck yeah, is that? yeah. Um, Amy, what was the food delivery service that we absolutely loved to death? Oh, when my um, business, um, we cried. Wet what, um, no, 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 the orange bag. Um, um this, other, this other one that we ordered from every single day, yeah. and um, we'll think of it in a minute. But, um, no, 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 this was back in 2000. This is oh, back in 1999. Yeah. I like <sighs> urban but um, fetch. Um no, no, this was long before them. It, it was something that sounded like Zoom, but Cosmo. Um, Cosmo, 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 yes, Cosmo, Cosmo. with that. Hey. Yep. So everybody was going out of business, and I was going to go out of business because there was just no reason to stay alive when we were we had like not even a hundred thousand dollars in the bank and sixteen employees. So everybody got laid off. We were ready to throw in the towel, and it was Amy who had, was only six months old in the company, and said. <laughs> As I was carrying my boxes of crap out to my car, so I was "This is such a good idea, y'all! <laughs> we shouldn't go out of business." And I, you know, so we, I was like, "Well, what are we going to do? We don't have any money left, and we don't have any people left." And the most incredible thing was, almost every person on our team, after they were laid off, came back to the office every day for two months because they loved being there.
2: That's they were looking for jobs happen.
0: and they're. They were depressingly playing marbles. This game that was like Candy Crush. It was like pre-Candy Crush. And so, you know, we spent ten years really just trying to hustle and trying to figure out um, where the money was going to come from. And when we went to New York, everybody there were many brands that told us in our face, like, "We'll never advertise online. Online, it's a .dot com ghetto." And our brand is too good to be online. And coming from California, I just thought they were crazy because we were like, have you ever heard of a company called Amazon? (laughs) And and so, because people just thought people weren't going to put their credit card online. So we, you know, we waited for the market. We went and we, we, in the meantime, we, we we printed books. Uh, We, we made city guides that were printed city guides. Amy came from publishing from, I mean, did you go from CompUSA or something? Not CompUSA. Computer, not. World, no. computer world. Computer <laughs> world. <laughs> Sorry, a much more upscale brand.
3: Ad failed to computer world. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so we 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 print we published self published. How many books? Three, four books. Four books. Yeah, one four a year. Books. First book grossed like one hundred and fifty-four thousand dollars, which coincidentally <laughs> was the how much we made last year. We made <laughs> <laughs> this Muscles on that. <laughs> it anyway, got us through. Well, here is the thing. So. You know, as as um, I hate when people call us long time entrepreneurs because <laughs> it makes us sound like we're 100 years old. But we have been working together for this is our 19th year. You know, I think the the difference is that we we just Amy and I we just work through adversity and work through being scared. Can I swear on this Absolutely. show? By the way, you <laughs> totally—we just fantastic. I knew we could get along. We're just scared shitless most of the time. Like, what the hell are we doing? Where's the money going to come from? And it's just plugging away and trying to stay focused on why you're doing this to begin with. And Amy and I were always doing this out of the the deep desire to just be with cool women, connect women, work together, create a team of cool women. I came from an all guy business, you know, industry, and I worked with mostly engineers. And it was just amazing to be around so much female energy. And yes. that's what we stay focused on when we think, I don't know if this is going to work out. We go, well, what else are we going to do? Exactly. What else are we going to do? Like, you know, exactly do? Be employed, be employed <laughs> by another person. Right. We yeah. We tried that. that. It didn't work. Yeah. No, we, <laughs> yeah. we definitely,
1: yeah. We feel you there. I like, pay, like big paychecks though. That I really enjoy those Paychecks um, are nice, especially when they're like consistent and reliable. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: we we only had that for a few i've forgotten what that's like
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's gonna come
0: back but i'll tell you the greatest story that happened in our career which um was from one of our rivals you know our our beginning with we used to call them our frenemies but once we met danny once we met danny levy from daily candy she became such a close confidant and um you know, so Daily Candy was huge back in the day, and we're sad that Daily Candy doesn't exist anymore. They sold for 125 million dollars in 2008, yeah. I think 2008, 2009. And when they sold, I just had a baby. The economy was totally tanking. We lost 40 percent of our revenue. Amy came to me and was like, "Uh, I might have to go get a job." somewhere. <laughs> 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 this is this is after working together for eight years, and um, <laughs> you know, out of that time. <laughs> no, it was really a bad times. Out of desperation, I... Well, I sent a... The, the first thing I did is I sent a bottle of champagne over to the Daily Candy offices saying, congratulations on your exit. And Danny called me back and said, how's it going? And I said, oh my God, it's it's going terribly. I'm so depressed. I you know I don't know if we're going to make it. And she told me to hold. And she got on the phone. It was with her CEO, Pete Scheinbaum, who, you know, he was... he A lot of what Daily Candy... What happened with Daily Candy was Pete... And building that company from mm-hmm. you know zero to three million, three and a half million, six million followers by the end. And he told us the most profound advice that I give to every single friend, every entrepreneur, trying to do something. And he's depressed right now. But you know, you were one of the first, and I think you should stay put, and I think you should keep fighting, even though it's really hard, because everything's going to consolidate, and the whole industry is starting to change. Um, and if you're just patient. And just keep plugging away. You're going to you're you're going to be bought. And I, we like like furthest thing from being acquired. You know, we're like, yeah, right. And he goes, but I have one question to ask you, and that is, what is your number one metric for success? And I said, well, what do you mean by that? Like, we make money out of advertising, sponsorship, events. And he goes, no, 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 that's not what I'm asking you. Not where you would make your money it has nothing to do with revenue. What is the one thing that what, that you bring in that gives your company value and i you know i'm like uh i I just couldn't even answer that question and so he's like here's what i want you to do i want you to to pour through your books and meet with your team and look at what you guys have built and you're going to come up with that magic answer you know for daily candy for us it was an email address so every email address we brought in increased value in the company in so many different ways and so if it really focused our, you know, it just really focused our our input and our outfit. Like if, if this didn't have to do with the email address, we weren't doing it. So, and Danny told me people had approached her with TV shows, deals, clothing deals, and all this kind of stuff, and she's like, "Sorry, you know, we're focused on on growth through email." And when he told us that, we realized that you know, because we just realized that we were also an email company, and once we focused on on email, you know, an audience company then we started to grow and then we started to get on the radar of people who wanted to acquire us. And so that that's the lesson that we learned back then and that's the lesson that we're continuing to learn and we yeah. just learned um, this year. You know, like oh, you think that you learn a lesson, and then you're just this master pro ninja. Like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> we have no to... it gets
2: touched we... out in real life for sure. Oh my
0: gosh, it's like we're just newbies all over again. This our yeah. business. We are so we're like total newbies because everything has changed, right? It's like look at us trying to get on this podcast. It's like Amy and I <laughs> have done our Amy and I have been casting podcasting now for over a year. We still have so many technical difficulties. It is <laughs> every laughable. single time. <laughs> laughable and usually and only actually with paying clients right <laughs> never yeah. with never with friends that we want to get to know better always with someone who pays <laughs> so when it really so counts there's my, there's my 25 cents <laughs> of business knowledge right there
2: no but i feel like th- those are the moments that yeah you, like you were saying you have to learn them over and over it's not that you learn it once is mm-hmm. that then once you've learned it mm-hmm. you actually have to apply it in real life and that's when the real test mm-hmm. happens um mm-hmm. so yeah. Well,
3: what I find fascinating about that is, it's always after we've given that advice 10 times in a row to different entrepreneurs. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. when we we find ourselves struggling, we're like, wait a second, we should be taking our (laughs) own advice. We have (laughs) just been on calls with 10 different women, advisors, mentors, telling them this very thing. And we have such Mm -hmm. a hard time doing it for ourselves. And that's what we have to check each other on.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah it's hard it is hard but it's definitely better when you have somebody else that kind of holds up the mirror which is nice <laughs> nice God, thing about yeah. having y'all, a partner y'all
3: know what it's like totally. i mean y'all been how long have y'all been business partners
2: well we met in 2001 um and we officially wow. teamed up in 2007 but so we've known each other okay. for about seven years longer than we've been working together but we're going on 12 years of our yeah. work waifdom yeah that's,
3: that's amazing yeah having a partner, it's. I, that is always one of our years, a big oh piece of advice. It's like if you can find someone to partner with and that you want to keep partnering with over and over again, do it. It makes all the difference in the world.
1: Yeah, it's super important to renew your vows every once in a while. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> we just
3: start to start new businesses. Like, okay, you want to do this again? I'm all in. Are you? Let's go
1: for it. Yeah, yeah it's well, real how, specific. Yeah, it's really scientific. It's like, oh, do you want to do that? Okay, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that process like for you guys,
2: though? Like, how did how was the what list born?
0: Got <laughs> <laughs> how everything was <laughs> born. Yeah. Over wine, that was lots yeah. of wine. It's like rosé. No, it seriously was. We we <laughs> on a mommy kid trip. Yeah, yeah. We we just you know what we it was is funny. We Amy and I went to Paris together right after we sold our company, and we went on a trip to Paris for how long did we go? Amy, ten days? Ten days? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and was it was amazing to go. Yeah, it was Amy's first time, and it it was just so awesome to be able to go to Paris and not be working, not be reviewing something, but just wanting to have a great time. <laughs> and when we got on the plane, I had a PowerPoint presentation for Amy about what we should be thinking of before our next because <laughs> <laughs> <still love> <laughs> I'm like we have to work together again. Like, we just have to, and we just thought of a million different ideas. Did, Amy, do you remember the most hilarious idea I had about for us? Okay, I I have a lot of ideas. Um, this is probably my worst one. I had an idea to bring back and to manufacture and. Card calling card holders. Yeah, <laughs> wait to
1: bring business back card
0: holders. Business card holders, holders. Yeah,
3: antique business uh, card holders, like gorgeous you... business
0: card oh, holders and, 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 and compact <laughs> okay. yeah. oh, that had mirrors. Compact too. Yeah, that was what we used to use in the fifties. <laughs> it was the. I mean, it was the freak. Yeah, you know, and I, I, admit that now. And I, I recently moved, and I can cross a giant box of all of these compact from the 50s that
2: I bought. Oh, you actually got down the path with
0: it. <laughs> oh, I always do. Um, and so we just, we, we were just scrambling uh, around trying to figure out, we thought about liquor that would, you know, make your lady parts excited. Mm-hmm. We thought about, which I still think is a great business. And I, I if anyone's totally listening, agree. please don't do it because you going to get in the business. Soon. We're
3: going to do it because I have boxes and boxes of books that Gina sent me
0: <laughs> about how to distill your apple. Distill- <laughs> I know
2: that.
0: guys, when I have an idea, I go straight to Amazon and start researching. Is it called
2: Liquor in the Front? That's what I do.
0: <laughs> oh, I love uh, it. oh, good one.
2: Why? Wow.
1: It's really good. Um, I would just um, well, <laughs> try and own that now. Yeah,
0: so, um, <laughs> And what was about we? We just decided to we we went through I don't know twenty different ideas of what we could be, and then we just thought, what did we have at Splendora? What would be the easiest thing to create that wouldn't cost too much money? We wouldn't have to manufacture anything, and we thought content. You know, like we did that before, and when we started in two thousand fifteen. I think more magazine just went out of business, yeah. and, re- and then rebranded I for millennials, which is so ridiculous. Yeah, more and I'm like more was a good idea, but we hated the idea of like, hey, I'm a magazine for when you're older, <laughs> when you're an older gal, <laughs> <laughs> an old broad. <laughs> no way. It's like, I don't want to be. I don't want my age called out. You know, right? Uh, and so we thought, well, is there any content out there? Because Daily Candy's gone. Is there any intelligent, cool? chill content out there that's not all about you know i'm getting older and i'm irrelevant and i need to you know just i don't know just just stuff that's kind of edgy and fun and interesting and ageless and so we didn't really find a lot out there and we decided to create ourselves and call it the wet list because we were just telling you like what's up what you should know about every week five things and then it grew into a women's community
1: that's um, awesome, and that
0: was a uh, that was a totally amazing and surprising offshoot mm-hmm. of okay. just creating a very simple little thing that that was going to be this little punch list of here's some things you should know, and then all of these women started gathering around it, and now we have a private women's community on Facebook, and that, that's that's the best thing we ever did, don't you think, Amy? Like, the best thing we've ever done in our careers. Yeah.
1: Yes. Why? Well, because you you feel like you're actually giving back, and you get that sort of you get that loop feedback loop from your guests? Yeah,
3: yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, We've got this feedback loop, this conversation loop of uh, conversations that we start, but allowing women to share conversations about whatever's most important to them, helping each other, supporting each other. And it is, it's humbling. Um, It's humbling to see how women bring it real time. And just they bring the most raw conversations um, to our community around like whether it's I've lost my sex drive to my sister was just diagnosed with cancer to, to very kind of, you know, fluffy. (laughs) Um, Like I need, I need a conditioner for my hair or I'm looking for good walking shoes. I mean, the conversations run the gamut uh, within the group and we have so much fun in there. Um, I mean, they show up and we show up every day. We're a part of all the conversations and it's grown organically over the last year and a half. And, for us, it's been—I mean, we really did start this as an experiment because, as you said, it's—it's it's the loop. But we didn't have the loop with our newsletter, um, and so we did this experiment. And uh, I, excuse me, we did this exercise around—you know—are we really delivering and connecting uh, with these women? And you can connect with them only so much through email um, and through content. But how do we create this loop? And now we've got these beautiful conversations that happen every day. And we're part of it, and so it's just grown and grown. And we're starting to put our focus um, towards our community uh, because it's for us. It's why we do it. Um, we need something to get there to watch and support each other. It feels good.
1: Yeah, so I'm great. really happy that you decided to not call it old and irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Um,
1: and it's kind of sp- so. You guys had a, a, a like a, a, an
2: in-person gathering earlier this year. right? You had a summit. Mm-hmm. We did.
3: Yeah. Last October we had our first women's summit. Um, and we've done a lot of events over the years. Um, but this is the first time we'd done something of this scale. And um, it came, it was born from the community. I mean, the idea was to bring the conversations in the community to life. So everything from entrepreneurship and finance to sex to um, you know creativity. Uh, and we had all these women come together in San Francisco. It was a beautiful day. And we killed ourselves, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so we're you know it took us a few months to recover, and it was awesome. It was a you know good vibes all around. Um, Deborah Messing delivered the keynote. Uh, We had incredible uh, groups of speakers and panelists. I don't know though that we'll do something at that scale again. Mm
1: -hmm. Did it it yield? I mean, because that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just the 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 bandwidth, but also the cost, right? I mean, that's not a cheap. Yeah.
3: It's not cheap, it costs a lot um, per head. I mean, it was just, you know, it's exorbitant. Um, And, you know, it's a closed group. So did it grow the community for us? No, not in any way. Did it make all the women who were there feel good? It made them feel great. Mm -hmm. But in order for us to produce this at the level we'd like to produce things, we had to charge so much for tickets, and yeah. that's not inclusive, and that's not really who we are. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if our community is about inclusiveness and bringing in diversity, and, and and wanting you know to give access to all these women, and then you're paying eight hundred to thirteen hundred dollars a ticket, right. well, you know that's a little cost prohibitive for for most people. And so, while it was a great experience, it didn't grow the community, and it didn't allow us to bring in all the women that we would have loved to have there. Just for like just the the sheer limitations of the space and the
0: cost to produce it. Yeah, and bringing but it back it to fun. teachable moments. Well, yeah. no, I mean bringing it back to teachable moments because going back to the fact that we're always telling people to focus, 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 and what's mm-hmm. your purpose, and what are you trying to accomplish. That I found that yeah, I, I was signing up a lot of a lot of the presenters. We had fifty-one panelists, so we had fifty-one women who were who are presenting their ideas. Through panels or individually at the summit, and that's a lot of wow, women. That is a lot. And I find that I, I, you know, at the risk of sounding really sexist, I mean, I, I, I include myself in here too. But I find that as women, since we're dynamic creatures by nature, you know, like we have we have like many many gear shifts. Whereas a, a lot of the men I know, and I say I say this complimentary, like it's just there's a forward and there's
2: a backwards. yeah, there's on and off. <laughs> you know?
0: Like we, we have a lot of sideways. Like we're just always like oh, and then this and then this. And one way I noticed that was I would. I would collect all of the, the names and titles and most names and, and titles today. CEO, founder, author, psychologist. Right. And I go, Well, can you just pick one? Cause I can't fit that on a badge. You know, like <laughs> lots and, of
1: hyphens. And I
0: think right. <laughs> and and I think like the hyphens are great, but the hyphens can also be very distracting. And when as we've been building our business, we <sighs> think about we have to sit down uh, two years in, about actually about 15 months in to, to the what list. And we had to reassess. We thought we were going to get this big contract. We lost it. We were totally depressed and bummed. But we sat down and we thought, okay, we could either really panic and go, we're never going to make any money and let's just throw in the towel or let's talk about what we're doing this. And we, we did that, those why exercises where you just go back and forth. You know, like, what are you building? I'm building this community of women. Why? Because it's great for women. Why? Why do you care? Because, you know, and, and it kind of all came back down to, because when we're helping other women and when we're connecting women, it makes us feel good. Mm-hmm. And, and also that growing the community was the most important part of what we were doing. And, and our major, major goal, like our biggest, biggest goal would be to create a global sisterhood of women connecting and helping each other, right? So you could easily look at this summit, creating this summit for, for 300 women. As part of that goal. But like Amy said, 300 wealthy women in San Francisco.
2: Right. Does not <laughs> a community as,
0: make. As, as part of, <laughs> does not a global sisterhood make. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, here's, but here's the thing it's like it'd be great if the global sisterhood was already created. But when it's just Amy and I and and two people, two freelancers that we like begged and hired <laughs> at a super cut rate, friendship rate, you know, and then got volunteers, when you consider. The planning that summit shut down our company for eight months and we couldn't take on any clients or do anything else for the rest for of the, the community. community. Yeah. It, like we, we look back on that and it's like, that's just pure craziness. Yeah. It's like, not that's an efficient not... use
2: of your talent and really your It really
0: isn't. It's all, all of it. It's just the efficiencies the, and, and forget about the profit, like, or the lack thereof. I mean, it was just, <laughs> we had to come back to the drawing board and go, what is most important? It's it's these women in the community that are most important, and are they benefiting off of the summit? No, they're not. And especially we after we watched the format of our 15 hours. Very, footage. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it, it was very it was it, it was very illuminating, but it was casual, and a lot of it was you had to be there. You know, um, when you're watching five women talk, you know, it, it, I it doesn't really translate into like a spiffy 20 minute. I'm going to blow your mind TED talk. Know, so
1: so so. On that note, how so do that, you, yeah? How do you? What is your number one metric for success now? Oh, where'd you get that question? Though I Ooh, mean, that's, that's you, a tricky one. How do you? <laughs> yeah. How do you? How do you think it's, about that now? Well, you know, um, well, it's a woman. It's a
0: woman joining our group. But what Amy and I are trying to figure out right now is: is it a woman joining our Facebook group? Because that means that Facebook owns them initially. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we also have, you know, they, they, they give their email. We ask them to give their email when they're joining the Facebook group, but is it an email or is it the, is it the fit women on Facebook group? Oh my gosh, Amy, you got to tell the Brian sugar story. You got to tell the sugar story.
2: <laughs> oh, I like God, it
0: already. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay.
3: So it, it starts way back when, in what? Oh six, Oh five, Oh six. Um, when Lisa sugar came and interviewed with us and, she applied for a uh, job. She applied for yeah. a job. Um, An editor, copy we, editor job, I yeah. think. We didn't hire her. Um, and I think six months later, they
0: launched Sugar. Pop Sugar. Oh, but by the Pop. way, don't say we didn't hire her. I was in Paris at the fashion week. <laughs> I didn't get to be Karen.
3: Her. Karen. Okay.
0: Oh. Our existing editor did not hire her. <laughs> <laughs> um, because she didn't want to lose her but, job.
3: And then, and then they started Pop Sugar. And so we've been in touch with Lisa over the years. And it was, I guess it was, yeah, it was almost two right years ago.
0: Yeah, it was right after yeah. we launched the wet list.
3: Yeah, um, we went. We had had lunch with Lisa, and she said, "You know what? You should come in and talk to Brian. Um, he's going to have some great ideas for this." So we go in, and we sit down, and we talk to Brian Sugar, and <laughs> and first thing he does is introduce us to his darling new dog JJ Sugar, <laughs> um, who he was quickly growing his Instagram uh, following, and um, and so we sit down, and he's like, "Okay, so what do you want to do?" You know, you should be. You know, why? Why are you doing email? Um, why are you? Why do you have a website? Um, you know, for some reason, people are still interested in hearing what you have to say. I don't know why, but they're still interested. But you <laughs> Thanks, need Brian. to be where they are. And uh, we really, you know, we're all about millennials and Gen Y. So there's nothing we can do together. But why? Why are you doing this? And
0: what else did you say, G? He said, um, what was well, that the, the point of this was <laughs> that, I mean, first of all, Brian and Lisa are so generous. The sugars are super generous. You know, they're running a massive empire. Yeah, and they now, took an hour know? to sit down with us. Yeah. And so, you I know, mean, Brian's point was kind of like, even Brian, Brian's point was you go where the money is and you go where the action is and you, you're platform agnostic. Who cares if you're, you know, you don't need to have a freaking email newsletter because our, our thing was all about hey it's nostalgic email is so old school <laughs> like, who cares about old school put your content out wherever people happen to be which that was a piece of advice piece number one which was which was fantastic we yeah. weren't thinking that way they were, are. because well we were thinking like okay well because like we're from 99 right, so right. It's like, okay well first thing you have to do is like Hire website designer, which is <laughs> just like old timer thinking, right? <laughs> so he were, he was trying to kick our ass, and he's like, "How many Instagram followers do you have?" And I think we had—I mean, it was ridiculous. I think we had like two hundred. And he's like, "Look, my dog has more followers than you, right here." While we've been sitting <laughs> in this meeting, I'm like, "Okay, great, thank you, Brian." <laughs> um, Brian, your University. <laughs> and, and Lisa's so adorable. Lisa was kind of looking over and us like, "Sorry, but Brian was amazing and generous and." and just laid it out answers. plain. He just he just laid it out like it is, which I appreciate. Yeah. But his point was, look, you know, just because you've been doing stuff in the past and you were marginally successful, I'm going to say that very generously for us, that you can't just like do things the, old, the way you used to do them. The world is ever changing and that you have to keep on top of all this stuff and you have to you, know, you have to start you have to test everywhere. And that and it was really because of Brian I think that when we came to figuring out what we were trying to do, when we did this exercise of like, why do we care? What are we doing? We want to connect, engage, and inspire women. Are we doing that? Not through, a, no. not through an email newsletter. We're not connecting no. them. And we, we think we're engaging them. We think we're inspiring them, but we have no idea, right? So when we figured out that we had this this Facebook group with 200 of our, our personal friends, right, of each of us, we're like, we should use the group and start putting things in there. Yeah. You, know, Brian said, <laughs> "Yeah,
3: well, he forced, yeah, he forced us to look at what we had, and what yeah. we could do
0: with it, and and then we tried it, and I think like Brian, what Brian was trying to like kick our butts, you know, is was, was trying to say, don't just sit there doing one thing, like test, 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 see what see what works, and then double down on it, mm-hmm. and when when we started testing the Facebook group, which now we tell every entrepreneur, and Amy and I just came back from the Facebook Community Summit." At, a at group. The Facebook <laughs> campus, which was amazing, is that if you can figure out how to translate what you're doing, the authenticity and the genuine connection of what you're doing in a Facebook group, it, it, it can give back to you and back to your business and back to your members. Like Right now, I think nobody else can because um, we have been looking for another place just because in the last couple of years, Facebook has gotten such bad press and a lot of our women were saying, I want to leave Facebook. But frankly, there's just nowhere else that doesn't cost money, and we don't have any money right now that can host us and be stable enough and throw fifteen thousand engineers at a problem if you have one, you know, than Facebook right now, and so that's where we're staying, you know. But like, we're not, we're not. If something better comes along, which is going to be pretty hard to compete with a free, well-supported platform, we'll 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 go where we'll go where the people are, right? And our people are there.
2: Yeah and I think mm-hmm. that's sage advice from Mr. Sugar. Yeah. And for well, you guys great. and
0: I
3: think amazing. specifically
2: speaking to this audience I mean I think we've you know we've talked about this a little bit before and and we continue to talk about it we so obviously we so appreciate that you guys are speaking to a community of your peers which do not happen to be millennials and young, you know, influence seekers so much as people like ourselves. I mean, we're all over mm-hmm. 40 at this point. And, um, you know, excuse me, Zoe is 40 in three days. I um, <laughs> just turned 40. <laughs> to the club. Happy birthday. Happy
1: spring. belated. Listen, <laughs> um, it's an adjustment. It's an adjustment. I'll get there.
2: But in general, I mean, it's really kind of it's unbelievable how untapped this audience is. Whether it's speaking to, like you were saying earlier, speaking to you know issues that don't you know that have to do more with this phase of life um, and things that you just literally can't find answers to in the general content sphere, and speaking to issues mm-hmm. that you know there's still a, a good degree of shame surrounding for no good reason. Whether you know you're talking yes. about menopause and aging healthy and 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 topics that really need to be brought into the light so that there's no reason you know there is no shame factor here because there's a lot of us and like no one is making products for us right now and no one is really speaking to us in the same way through the same channels so I, I mean I think it's fascinating that Instagram just doesn't really hold a candle for you guys to what Facebook is doing and that's because I mean everybody jokes like oh yeah my mom's on Facebook now but yeah, mm-hmm. your mom is on Facebook and she's using it and somebody needs to be talking to her.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
3: right. Yeah, you know, we've, we've. I mean, we're on Instagram. We have a, a presence on Instagram. Um, it's not, I, I we have not found it to be a place to have a, an a in-depth conversation. Right. It's yet. not a discourse so, um,
2: opportunity yeah. for sure.
3: No, and that's what Facebook has really allowed for us, and so, and that's why this community has grown because there is a just this natural flow of conversation that happens around all aspects of life. And I'd love to see Instagram take off for us. Um, Part of it comes down to us using it more, and uh, for us personally, me personally, I'm not on like I don't think about my life through Instagram. I think. For me, I think about a question, and I think, oh, okay, I got to take it to the group. I hear mm-hmm. somebody talk about something, I like take it to the group, um, and I'm not thinking through the lens of Instagram, at least at this point. Yeah, although my mom's on Instagram too, I'm not. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow.
2: laughs> no, but I think it does. I mean, it's obviously it's a place. It started really as just a place for you know visual interaction, mm-hmm. and it's and it's spun out a bit since then, but. Yeah. I mean it's not a place for having like in depth conversations or in any level of discretion to be able to really share and having, you know, a Facebook community that's closed, that feels like a safe place is is really I mean, it is kind of still unique, a unique option. And I agree, I mean, they're getting there's there's a lot of bad bad stuff out there that is being associated with Facebook and if there were another way to do it in as impactful a way then you know i think we'd be all for it but in the meantime it's great that you guys still have that such such engagement from your community because i mean it is we we do need that just as as groups of women that's that's how we interact with each other best so
1: if everyone is yeah. sorry if everyone is kind of measuring this sort of success right so just as a as a Podcast business right now. I just feel like the metric is so focused on your social status. And so, if you guys are, I mean, just from a business standpoint and making money, I'm just trying to understand like, you know, these groups are amazing. This is a very selfish question. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. These groups <laughs> are <for> amazing, it. <laughs> but it's like, how do you, you, it's not as quantifiable, right? It's not as tangible as like a, this is how many downloads we have. This is how many followers we have, <clears throat> etc. So, mm-hmm. how do you? I mean, how do you translate that for, you know, in order to make a profit? Like, how do you harness that
0: with a lot of smoke no, and mirror. Yeah, um, <laughs> okay. look over here. <laughs> you know, well, here's the thing: we still have we um, we, we have eighty thousand subscribers to our newsletter, and so, you know, you ha- we have some hard metrics. That you don't really get impressive metrics when you only have an eighty thousand person list, right? Not not like if you have six million people subscribing to your newsletter, then you go like, we had twenty eight thousand click throughs on this. And So we do still have click through information, metrics. you know, mm-hmm. metrics. But it's it's the way that people trust us and pay us is that they see our influence in the group, and they also see our influence when we link over for people to buy things. So we, I hate to to, um, to characterize this as, as like a place for people to learn about things to buy, but but they do learn about a lot of things to buy and try, mm-hmm. and those metrics are quantifiable, very yeah. quantifiable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since we, since we have a we we're, we're largely right now anyway, and we, we're hoping to diversify that, we're largely upscale, pretty wealthy women with a combined household income of like over one hundred seventy five thousand dollars a year, or like the majority. I would say, and so um, you know, it 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 makes. And we're we're what, like thirty five to fifty four. So that's 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 a very that's a very desirable uh, demographic for a lot of the brands that we're working with because those are exactly the kind of wealthy women that they're going after, like affluent women who are interested in looking good, feeling good, being healthier. Probably the same as your demographic. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, you know,
3: and I would say that uh, even though we've got very quantifiable metrics uh, within our newsletter and it's more difficult within community it is while we don't have click through i mean facebook offers so many new they're rolling out so many new insights which has been really fascinating for us to see but what i find to be interesting is it's the level of engagement and You you can't measure that in the same way that you measure a click-through yet. But when you see these conversations and these women rallying around a certain topic, uh, whether that is something to buy, like I'm looking for a recommendation on jeans and I can look in and I can see that 50 women are recommending this kind of jean and 50 women are recommending this brand and this brand. You start to get a sense of this bigger, the bigger opportunity and the engagement around Um, All of these different topics. And so much of it, and what we see is it is what to buy and what to try, and it's recommendations um, and solutions. So a lot of it is product heavy, um, but Facebook is offering more and more of that. And when you're in, when you're a part of a group, and this is what we talk to a lot of our brands about it's, you know, do you want to be part of these conversations? You can own some of these conversations by just being a part of them. And so, you know, that for us has been eye-opening. And as we think about how to move the business forward and how to leverage the community and Facebook as a platform, I think about it in terms of engagement and really creating deep conversation um, and allowing these women to not just connect with us and each other, but figuring out really authentic ways for them to connect with brands that they care about. And Facebook, um, you know, right now it's all very shoddy just in terms of how that, how that could be done. But um, we're, you know, we're, we're not going anywhere on Facebook or we're not leaving Facebook anytime soon, I should say. So um, we want to figure that out because our, our hope is to grow the community. You know, Our hope is to like two or three exit um, in the next 12 months.
2: Yeah. So that was my next question. Is, so where, I mean, what's the, what's the goal? What's like the one year and five year goal with where you want to see this go?
3: We want to grow it. I, I want to, I really want to see. So, you know, you were asking about cost um, of the summit and, and Gina spoke to opportunity cost. We shut our business down. Um, We weren't able to focus on anything else. And I think the real missed opportunity in terms of growth for us was around our community. And, you know, our community grew so quickly, so fat, so quickly um, over the first, you know, six to nine months. And then. We didn't put any focus to it towards it last year, and so we're turning our focus back to the community and figuring out different ways that we can grow that. Um, really looking at growing our main group, which is the What Women, um, and then we see a big opportunity in in the local groups. Um, so Slendora, you know, uh, our first company was uh, really it started as kind of luxury high-end local city guides. San Francisco, Los Angeles, and New York. So we're big believers in local and the power of local, um, especially around community. And so we'd love to see our local groups, um, you know, really, really growing at the same clip that our main group has. So we're putting a lot of focus on that as well. And, and in um, terms
0: of I mean, in terms of our dreams, though, Amy. Oh, just you in you dreams, <laughs> <it>? yeah. <laughs> um. So when we started, we're like, "Well, what do you want?" They're like, "What do you want?" And are like, you know, <laughs> if we could just make the same amount of money like a junior partner at, at a law firm would make, you know, <laughs> like even less than that. It, like, if we could each just make like a, a decent salary that uh, somebody in a city would make for a not even like a C level job, right? We'd be so happy at that. I mean, that's like simple. Those are our kind of. We have the simplest, simplest financial goals. We we don't need to get. We're not, you know, we 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 said this we said this in our about us in the beginning. It's like we're we're not trying to build some unicorn empire that we're going to cash out and make Mm five hundred billion dollars or something. We it really um, we just like to be able to to support ourselves, you know, pretty well um, every year doing something that we love and working together. Our fantasy goal would just to have women from all over the world at Splendor. It started to happen a little bit, you know, like Mm -hmm. I, I would travel sometimes. And someone would go, excuse me, are you Gina from Splendora? I really love your group, you know? Aww. I love that. Is that the wallet that you guys talked about last week? Like that, to, that make, to know that moment. we're making a lot a lot of women really happy. Mm-hmm. It's not about our personal fame, but to know that we're making a lot of women really happy by doing some of the crazy things that we do and, and doing that all over the place, all over the world, and eventually getting women involved and in helping other women all over the world. That that would be, that's, that's our fantasy dream. I think achievement is awesome, but um, it actually was really bad for my health and bad for my drinking schedule. Like <laughs> I, I started finding myself drinking cocktails earlier and earlier in the day. I just, you know, I think it's all about being healthy, and being healthy is not necessarily scaling some massive company. And going back to Brian Sugar, you know, he said to us, "I don't understand why you guys are already saying starting off, you know, starting out of the gate saying you're going to build something small. It's just as." hard to build something small as it is to build something big. And I'm like, you know, maybe that might be true. But I guarantee that it's not true that managing something small is the same thing as managing something yeah, big. exactly. So I just don't, you know, the big thing I want to manage in my life is myself. Is your life, right? <laughs> yeah, it's your <laughs> life, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I have a sick daughter at home today. I just dropped my mom up at the doctor. You know, it's like some days you just, you know, you just can't, deal yeah. and if i have like a huge staff and all these meetings i think of that podcast that cheryl um sandberg had on oprah's super
1: soul podcast yeah. and you know, oh i didn't husband, listen to her this, on it you did it really i did like, not uh, oh my god to, listen I'm, I'm really really good like reading her second book right now which is just like oh i mean yeah. you just cry I cry. So I cry. It's,
0: well, she cries a
3: lot. You'll, you know,
0: like you'll I, cry. You'll cry on the podcast too. You will. Like she, she, her, her feelings just bubble up. You know, she, she yeah. gave the the keynote, the opening to to the summit where we just were a couple of days ago, and you know, her her emotions just now naturally just kind of bubble up. It's just a part of who she is, and you know, and she, and she you know, being the the CEO of Facebook, her that tragedy having her husband, she was back at work the next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a few days later. And I just can't imagine a world where that would happen. And I'd just be like, okay, well, I have these really important meetings that I have to take. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that building our own thing and showing people, you know, we we work with what, one of our clients and friends for many years in our North Star is a woman called Susan Griffin Black. And she talks about conscious leadership. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, she really believes in setting the tone at the top of having a very human company Mm -hmm. all the way through. That it it starts from the top, you know, and we've worked with people who we've gotten into taxi cabs with them in other cities after flying for seven hours and we get in the taxi cab and they're still staring at their laptop going, oh, hi, how are you? Like, no eye contact. Mm -hmm. No, (laughs) I'm just going to lift my head up from the laptop for one second while you get in the car before we go to this (laughs) meeting and say hello. You know, we're not... We're not robots, you know. Robots are going to take over our lives sooner, soon enough. Right. <laughs> 2030. May as well live while we can. 200 million. <laughs> yeah, let's play.
2: Well, like, enjoy being <laughs> human live and like with others. while we can. <laughs> be human. Yeah, yeah. Be Good.
0: human. Um, yeah. So but that's I also, long way of answering,
2: and I like, also think that, no, but I think that that's also a testament to um, having a partner that you really trust and love is that those moments yeah. where you do have to like drop off your mom at the doctor while you have a sick kid at home, like that means that there might yeah. be something on your work List that's going to shuffle to the bottom. And it's really, I feel like, always nice to know that, you know, there's the other half of your brain who's like, I got this today and you get me tomorrow and it all kind of works out. And
1: yeah, I think that kind of extends itself to just entrepreneurs. Like if if you're an entrepreneur, most likely, like that's kind of like the next phase, right? It's just like, I could never in my 20s consider going to a corporate environment or a job where I have someone else sort of like defining the schedule, like how I do my work, when I should do my work. Um, It just doesn't doesn't make sense. Definitely does not serve me well. So it's like, okay, I think, you know, anyone who has a tendency to go off and do something on their own and kind of have that inner wisdom to say like, I know how I work and Mm -hmm. I work best this way. You know, if you end up doing that, then like, that's pretty addictive, you know. Like you continue mm-hmm. on, and then as soon as life gets more complicated, and you fold in like family, and aging parents, and mm-hmm. children, and pets, and everything else, there's only more demand for that style of work. Yes. you mm-hmm. know, to have that freedom to work that way. Well, and yeah, yeah. It, it's so much more productive in so many ways. Yeah. I think.
3: You know, I uh, when we were at Facebook the community summit last week, uh, they had. I think about 400 people um, uh, from across the country, many of them small business owners with all admins and founders of different groups on Facebook. And one of the things that kept popping up over and over again, not just within the um, the attendees, but everyone who was coming out from Facebook to speak to this group um, was the importance of prioritizing self-care mm-hmm. and personal wellness. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, it, it kept popping up and I found myself like thinking back Fifteen years um, to any conferences that we would go to. That was that never even entered into the conversation. Right. That's
1: too Nobody what is has time wellness? For that shit.
3: What is self care? And uh, you know, I certainly wasn't thinking about that as a term and something you know, this conscious practice uh, when I was in my twenties. Now I've always practiced self care, but it wasn't so front and center and it was it was very prevalent at the summit and so I, I think it's really cool where we've come in terms of you know how how people of any age but especially entrepreneurs are thinking about i need to be able to take care of myself first and foremost before i can take care of anything else um and and we've always practiced that and we're certainly you know we've we've had you know we're on our second or third venture but um, but it's cool that it's happening now. Yeah. and well, It's um, not treated and... as
2: an indulgence. It's not like, <laughs> exactly. oh, time out. I have to go get a massage because I'm fancy. It's like, I need to go give myself 30 <laughs> minutes. It doesn't matter yeah. what I'm doing. I need to do it for me. And yep. uh, and that's, yeah, I, it's, it's nice to see that that shift is happening.
1: And all the women seem to be making it happen. I'm just going to point it out. Thank you, Ariana Huffington, for prioritizing naps because I guess I am yeah. one of the few people who could really. I can just nap. Anyway, we're not we're not going to get into my ability to okay, nap. I love um, but oh, you can too. Okay, good. I, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's so much. Uh, there's so much overlap in... and. At our paths, and it's so nice talking, to you, so
3: nice talking to you guys. I know. so excited about what y'all are doing too, and that y'all came together again to do this. So congratulations
2: <laughs> we can't to y'all. Go each other.
1: Yeah, you too. <laughs> right? Apparently, it's very rare. <laughs> I don't I know. know. It
2: doesn't feel rare, but it is. Yeah. Before we wrap up, I mean, we've talked so much about fantasy scenarios already that it just seems like it would be inappropriate to not ask about your fantasy dinner party and what's on the menu. But who's at the table? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. No, just like regular. Not... Um, okay,
0: I'll, I'll
3: go. I gave I gave like a minute of thought to this, but so my my dinner party it's Oprah Winfrey because well because she's Oprah Winfrey, um, and I just adore her. Um, Jimmy Fallon because. Well, you just need. I, I love him and watch him daily. He so no he needs some comedic relief. Uh, Willie Nelson, and I say Willie Nelson because um, I would also have my dad at the table. He's he, he he bringing really I know. I was like, Willie's bringing the, bringing the, the good weed?" That's needed, why.
1: good you know it.
3: Uh, Lady Gaga because I'm just obsessed with her right now. Um, and just watched the Star is Born, and I just I can't get enough yeah. of her. Obama because I just miss him so much. I know. Uh, Uh, Brene Brown because I just discovered her through Oprah's Super Soul podcast and I'm reading all of her books and I'm just I'm kind of like I'm balled in Uh Uh, and then I'd have and then I'd have my besties just a handful of my besties Um, so just a fun easy group and I think it'd be an easy group um, because I'm not looking for a really challenging night (laughs) Um, and then uh, and then in terms of what's on the menu for me it's Italian everything Italian (laughs) pasta, wine all of it Mm. so Simple,
0: simple,
1: good food, good feast, good friend. Oh, I love it. Nice. Good one. That's a good one. Um,
0: that would be very, that would be a lot of loving kindness and music. You know, yes, you're, that's you're
3: what
0: doing. I want. Uh, <laughs> it's my ideal fantasy night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get a lot of understanding there. Well, you know what? For, for my fantasy dinner, it, it. of course, you know, it's like I go, I, like I want Einstein, a lot of mathematicians, some French philosophers, but actually, with, how we, I, I almost never get to spend time, you know, I don't get, to, I never feel like I spend enough time with the people I love. I, a fantasy dinner for me is just being with the people that I know and love.
3: Oh, and
0: oh. Uh, yeah, and just, and, and, and also okay. I don't care what we eat. <laughs> uh, there should be some to try As to long as to there's wine. <laughs> yeah, there should be stuff to drink. I'm not, I'm not worried about the menu, but, um, but really, uh, um, if, if, if we could go really big, I've always wanted to go to those. I don't even know what they're called, but you know, those like humongous dinners that they have in cities where yeah. everybody dresses up and like 10,000 people show up. Mm-hmm. If I could really have this wish granted, it would be amazing to have to have dinner with all of the women in our wet women group. Oh, because that'd be cool. It's that like, we've never, we, we've only met like handfuls of them, like 200, you know, 100 here, 50 here. To meet all of them and see what they're like in person and uh, oh, that'd be cool hang out with them that would be the greatest thing for me That's
2: awesome mm-hmm. and everybody's Love drinking
0: that. wine and i swear i didn't say that just because i wanted to put some branding in at the last minute no. <laughs> although you never know. i'm very focused these days very this is focused. the place for it don't you
1: worry <laughs> uh, no that makes sense
0: <laughs> and definitely the
1: both of you um, as long as you wouldn't make me do a cleanse
0: no i would um <laughs> i would have you guys at the dinner for sure head of the table
1: no, no, no cleansing. No. No cleansing at fantasy no. dinner parties. <laughs> oh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's a fantasy.
2: Um, well, <sighs> we would definitely happily attend and uh, we'll look forward to the invitation. <laughs> let's do have dinner
0: let's together. Do, yeah, you know that? that? How about again. if we have our fantasy dinner, this fantasy four, sometime soon. That would our love goal, it. before June. Before that'll Sounds be our, that'll be our, goal, I our like, goal
1: I like how you're just setting goals yes for June throwing I'm in the goal date. setting mode right now <laughs> vision board it's done it's happening come and maybe to and we'll up. come
0: to
3: New York okay. um,
1: Yeah. All right. we will be in New York too oh good yeah right. let's make it happen let's make it happen we will let you go so you can channel that goal setting mood <laughs> so we
3: have a productive <laughs> afternoon don't waste it on yeah. us uh, <laughs> this has been awesome, y'all. Thank,
0: Thank you guys so, you so much. Guys. And thanks again you for your patience. You are great. I <laughs> oh,
2: can't thanks. wait to see you. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, you guys. And we'll, uh, we can't wait to connect in person soon. Yeah. Thanks for listening to HTW. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and make sure and rate us on iTunes. You can even give us five whole stars if you think we deserve it. If you have ideas for guests or topics, you can call our 1-800 number Yes, we have a 1-800 number at 800-674-1839 or holler at us on social at
1: htwpodcast. You can also head to our website at htwpodcast.com for more episode info and check out our Daily Blend blog to see what we're drinking.